this is the way to have multiple dicks for me, you know, all on the same See, guy. See, that's what I, I need to start off my year with three dicks. <laughs> with multiple dicks. <laughs> <laughs> to Romancing the Monsters. I'm M. Hi, I'm S. I'm Seth. And I should really introduce myself as I'm a fucking mess. <laughs> <laughs> That's who I am. Uh, starting off 2022, uh, great. First time we're recording this year and I had forgotten that we were recording. To be honest, I was heading to bed. It's literally seven o'clock p.m. <laughs> To be fair, um, I have got a very early start tomorrow, but I had completely forgotten that we were recording today. So, uh, heads up, might be a mess, will probably be a mess, um, but you know what? It's our best of 2021 episode, so... And you know what? If they stuck around this long, they know we're a mess. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, like I said, best of 2021, also, uh, towards the end, after we've gone through, uh, our lists, we will also share with you, uh, some of the things that we're excited for in 2022, TV shows, movies, books, whatever, you name it, uh, yeah, who wants to start? Not me, because I'm not prepared. <laughs> Uh, okay, uh, so should I just, like, list what I want to talk about, like, my best of 2021? Or should I just, like, do one at a time? You know what, you do it however you want to do it, because here's the thing. Most of the things on my list are things that we actually have talked about on the podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I don't want to do it the way that we have done it in the past, where it's, like, we give, you know, like, a description of the book, blah, 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 like... How about we just go into, like, what we loved about the book and, and, and yeah. If it's something that we've not talked about before, then maybe, you know, Give it explain little... it briefly, but, okay. yeah. Okay. Um, so I'm going to start things off with a bang. Um, and I'm going to say, uh, house, is it House of Earth and Blood or House of Blood and Earth? Crescent City, guys. Wait, what? Guys. That's one of your favorites? Not my, it's like a highlight for me. And it is like a favorite in terms of like their relationship. But you rated it like three stars. Yeah, three stars. I feel like it was a solid read. I ha- it had me bored at some points, but like overall, it was still like a solid read. You were bored? Oh my God. That, no, no, we're not allowed to talk about this actually. So no. S and I are just going to close our ears. No, I'm, that's all I wanted to say. And I just want to say what I liked about it in terms mm-hmm. of just like, I liked the character of Bryce. I thought she was a strong female character. Like, Sarah J. Mass, she knows how to write them. Um, but it's, like, a highlight for me in 2021 because of how much I struggled and how much it kind of scared me to read that book um, because I just honestly couldn't get into it. I've tried twice, and I couldn't get into it. And then, spoiler, we will have an episode on this book and on the podcast sometime soon. Um, that was the only reason I pushed myself through it. I'm so happy that I had, you know, that extra push because I don't know if I would have picked it up otherwise again but yeah mm-hmm. it was on my list because it was a highlight for me we had this like running joke uh that crescent city the first one which we don't know the title of <laughs> neither does anyone else in the <laughs> fandom <laughs> 
Um, but we had a running joke, which was like, uh, it's our monster. Like, this is yeah. our monster. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know what? We didn't start 2022 with our monsters, you know? We've cleared that. New monsters yeah. can come our way, but we've dealt with that one. Yeah, it's laid to rest. Yeah. Well, we need to record that first, but yeah. yeah. True, true. <laughs> <laughs> then for sure, yeah. Um, all right. Do you want to go through all of yours or do we do as we do it, like one each? Um, I feel like it'll be fairly quick. I can do, yeah, we can do like all at once. Like I okay. go and yeah, then sure, you go sure. and then. Let's do it differently. It's 2022, yeah. girl. We're, We're changing it up. <laughs> if you guys don't want to hear me talk, skip. I'm kidding. <laughs> right? <laughs> it's like, oh, I really hate when it's her. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> God. Oh my gosh. Okay, and my next mention, I feel like this is something S would talk about, so I don't want to take it away from her, but I mean, Bonds That Tie series by Jay Bree. Oh no, go ahead. I I feel like I've talked about that series, like... But is it on your list? No, it's not on my list. Oh, okay. Then. So go for it. <laughs> okay, okay. Uh, So I feel like the whole audience, not audience, our listeners, you know, the few of you, you know that it was a struggle to get a street reverse harem, and... I just, I was never, it was never something that appealed to me, but then S really sold this whole series, picked it up, loved it, and it's about this strong female, like, I feel like I have a theme here, it's all about strong females. She just, like, has these five men, like, they're her bonds, and uh, she's run from them, and they don't know why, and they automatically hate her for it once they find her, and just, like, for me, it was just more, like, the shock that I was reading a reverse harem, and, like, I thoroughly enjoyed them, so far, the ones that are out. So yeah, I don't I don't know where else to go with that besides uh, if you're looking for a reverse harem and you haven't picked them up yet, um, I would suggest reading this one as your first one. It was a good first try for me. Um, it's a good one to pop your uh, reverse harem cherry. Cherry. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I love that the running theme here is like you pushing yourself to read things that are scary. Yeah. That's, yeah. I think, a great thing, actually, to make a list. Yeah, yeah. 2021 was the year of like firsts in terms of like things I was uncomfortable with and it ended up working I loved it I love that for you was it on your list um on mine no shocking (laughs) why no because I mean like it was another uh big monster for you as well right well um I didn't go the intellectual route with this and was like all philosophical like oh this is how I pushed myself this year I just put (laughs) the books that I thought belonged on the list. (laughs) So, um, well, (laughs) I mean, it sure was facing my own monster. Like, it wasn't on my list, the Bonds that tie series. But for sure, it pushed me out of my comfort zone, which is a good thing to do once in a while. You know, Mm -hmm. it's as romance readers, we love to stay in our lanes and just Mm -hmm. continue on reading the same things that we love because we know we love them and that's what it's about. But Sometimes you push yourself and then you discover that perhaps that little corner of Romance Lenia you didn't think you could like, maybe there's room for you True. in that little corner. Mm-hmm. So. And now I have so many reverse harems on my, you know, my to be read list and I'm oh. excited for 2022. I'm so proud. I'm so excited. <laughs> <laughs> oh, also, I don't know if you mentioned it, but um, we will have an episode coming your way in 2022 for books one to three in this yes. series 
possibly, hopefully, uh, books four to six coming later in the year. But uh, you have that to look forward to. So get on reading it. Carve your own little space in the reverse harem corner of Romance Lendia. (laughs) (laughs) Everyone's cool here. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So this next one is a TV show. And um, S is also on this train as well. And it's Yellowstone. Um, I literally have been living under a rock. And I know the show is so popular. And, like, everyone and their mother is watching it right now. Um... So I decided on the Christmas break that I was just going to try it out, try an episode out, because, like, I'm not really into ranchers or, like, cowboys or whatever. It's not something that I was interested in to really watch. Put it on, and I could not stop watching. I started, like, season one, episode one, like, last week, and I'm already almost done season four. Wow. uh, Yeah. (laughs) It's insane. It's so addicting and, like, just so fast-paced, and it's, like, all Mm -hmm. about, like, the family drama, which I feel like is... I don't know, I just feel like it sells, and it's just, like, it's fun to watch. Um, So, basically, let me tell you, like, a general idea of what the story is. Um, So, it's about, like, this family, the Dutton family, who own this massive ranch. Um, They have, like, cowboys, and they have, like, cows and cattle and, like, whatever. And they're just, like, like, a really powerful family in this town. And so, basically, they have a daughter, not they. So, John is the dad, and his wife had died. Um, They had a daughter, Beth, who is, like, this strong, like, fierce bitch who, like, doesn't take no shit. And you got – I love her too, right? And then you have um, Jamie, who's, like, this lawyer, like, goody-two-shoes guy, uh, which is, like, her brother. And then you got Casey, who's, like, the guy that was, like, thrown out of his house by his dad. His dad's not a good man. Um, And it's kind of him – you know, finding his place in the world after being kicked out of home, like, out of his house. He married a woman that's indigenous, and, like, they have a child, and, like, it's, like, kind of, like, what they face as well. And, yeah, it's just, like, a really, it's a good story, but they also highlight the issues that indigenous people face, and, like, spoiler S, they even cover, like, missing women and, like, how no one cares to look for the missing indigenous women. And it's just, like, mm. it makes me cry sometimes, too. I just feel like the show is so emotional. Yeah, it's really good. I definitely recommend. want to try something new and ranchers and... And some of the guys that work in the bunkhouse are really hot. Yeah. Agreed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Those cowboys, guys. <laughs> I told them, I was like, now that you girls are watching this show, I bet you you're going to come on the in the chat and be like, oh, I'm reading this super angsty, like, cowboy or Western Romeo. <laughs> yeah. Can I say something real quick that's kind of off topic? But, like, I'm reading a book right now by uh, Kate C. Wells. It's Hitting the Wall, I think it's called. So, yeah, I'm reading Hitting the Wall by Kate C. Wells, and it's, like, a secret baby trope. He didn't know that he, uh, <gasps> Sire he has baby. a... Yeah, secret baby. He didn't know that he got this girl pregnant, and her, her whole family, they're, like, this powerful, influential family, like the Duttons in the, like, I guess the South, and um, they kind of pay her, or not even pay her, they just basically tell her to leave town and never come back and um they threatened her with like getting her uncle fired off the ranch not her uncle oh my gosh I can't even speak her grandpa and like his uncle paid her off to like have an abortion and so like six years later he sees that he has a child and like they're like this really powerful family that have the ranch that have like 
this like strong presence like the Duttons and Yellowstone. So I'm like, I'm kind of like reading. Are you reading it because of the show? You didn't tell me they were ranchers, first of all. Sorry, they're ranchers. (laughs) They got the the horses and everything. Um, They got the horses. (laughs) I just like it's feel like it's feeding what I want right now you know like it's feeding me the yellowstone-ness that I wanted mm-hmm. um with, with it being a separate story that's good yeah anyway I find that like unconsciously you gravitate towards similar books or media yeah like I do that too. Like I'll, I'll, like I never read things that have anything to do with religion, really. But then I read one book where the girl was the daughter of a priest, and then the book that I read after that was also <gasps> the guy was a priest. So I was like, what is going on? Like, why am I gravitating unconsciously towards all these mm-hmm. books? Like you just get into patterns. I find that fascinating, and it's like yeah. it's not like you you mean to do that. You yeah. just happen to do that. No, and it just was, it just so happened, I didn't even know Hitting the Wall was, like, Southern Rancher type story. Like, I didn't uh-huh. know that. Um, and he's, like, a police officer. So, like, he's not part of the ranch, but his family is, and he grew up there. Um, but, yeah, no, I just, like, I didn't even know that. So, that's fun fact. <laughs> and then one last thing on my list uh-huh. is um, a Turkish show, guys. I cannot end. I cannot end this discussion. <laughs> without a Turkish show being mentioned. We would feel like maybe something's wrong with you. I'd be like, where is Seth and what have you done with her? Yeah. <laughs> I know. I've talked about a lot, but like this one I haven't mentioned at all because I literally started it. Like whenever I'm not watching Ellison, I'm watching this show. Um, and it's called Destan, which is basically um, about this girl. She's like a warrior. She witnessed, ill. it's a period drama. So she witnessed her father being killed by like, a, I guess a king equivalent. So this is before Islam and like, before Islam, like, kind of got introduced to the country of Turkey. Um, so, yeah, so their king killed her father, and the main guy also witnessed the same guy. So, like, the king's son witnessed the king killing his mother. Um, and so, like, they're both kind of, like, orphans in a sense, and his father was going to kill him as well because she, like, I guess, because he was the son of a traitor, and um, the child fainted and then kind of made it seem like he just no longer was, like, present in his brain. And so, like, 15 years have passed and, like, he's more so just, like, living through the motions and, like, he hasn't spoken a word since. He doesn't even, like, look at anyone. And, like, the main girl is, like, her goal is to get revenge and kill the king that killed her father. And so she sees this guy again that's grown up and, like, they kind of have this connection. But, like, again, he's not talking. And I should also mention, he's, like, disabled. So he, his arm, um, I don't know what had happened, but when he walks with a limp and his arm, he only has one that's actually, um, he uses to do things. But um, anyways, so basically what happens is that she ends up becoming a slave in the, uh, the kingdom and she becomes his slave. And that's where I'm at at this point. But it's more so, like, this one stood out for me because she's, like, his protector because she's like known as like the claw to the two headed wolf or whatever. So he's basically like the child, the product of like two different kingdoms and she's going to be like his warrior. So I just, I love that dynamic and I love that she's the one that's protecting him. Sounds angsty. Like all of them. I know. I love it. 
But yeah, anyways, that one's really good. It's really capturing my attention right now. And I don't know. I just love how different it is. Honestly, I just hope that if our listeners are looking into uh, starting Turkish shows, like, I just hope that they know they can go to you. Right? And you like, will, I'm always you will find here. something for them. Like, you have so many different ones. I feel like you could find one for just about anyone on the planet. Yeah. Based on their needs, their wants, their moods. Honestly, yeah. There's assassin ones. There's mafia ones. There's historical ones. There's ones where they die at the end. Like, just let me know. You know, I'm here. There you go. That's that's your uh, public announcement. Yeah, my PSA. <laughs> She's the local um, Turkish show connoisseur. Yeah. <laughs> I should change my name on right, Twitter. Yeah. The unofficial one is just better, though. The uh, weird dick connoisseur was just <laughs> oh my too gosh. good. Well, actually, before we move on, I do actually want to ask you just briefly, like, how was your reading year in 2021? Obviously, we're, you, we carried over a pandemic from 2020 to 2021, which I don't remember if that affected your reading at all. Uh, maybe it did in 2020. Did it still affect you in 2021? Like, I just want to know, like, how was your reading overall? I struggled a lot, I would say. Um I mean, like, I know the amount of books you read that, like, doesn't really, like, reflect your reading experience, but I only read, like, 40-something books, and I usually read, like, over 100. Um, So I really struggled last year, and I don't know if it's just because, like, the pandemic, or maybe I just wasn't giving enough time to reading. I don't know what it was, Um, but I did have a lull in terms of, like, I think it was, like, a few months, actually, where I wasn't reading at all because I just couldn't find anything that interested me at all. I struggled, but I'm hoping 2022 is better. I feel like you started your year with a slump, if I remember correctly. I did. I'm hoping I don't start off with a slump this year, but I mean, I did pick up a book yesterday. So, I mean, if that's saying anything, hopefully. Right? Right? S was having some negativity over on Twitter. I was having Uh. none of it. None of it. I said, not with that attitude, Miss Ma'am. Not with that attitude. She no. was like, I, I have one bad book to start my, my year off with. And she was like, that's it. It's all going to be a bad year. I was like, no, because no, it, it feels like that because I, f- I feel like if I'm going to have a good reading year, I have to end the year with a bang and start it with a bang. But I didn't. I ended my year with a bad book. And I feel like I'm going towards starting. I'm starting a book and I feel like it's not going to be a, a winner. You know, yeah. so I, it, that kind of sticks to you. Like, what if everything else? Which I hope now let's knock on wood, but yeah, what no. if everything else becomes shit and I get in a slump and no, 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 no. Anyways. No, you got this. You know what always fix a reading slump? What? Reverse harem? No. Empreg? Uh, yeah, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> but just like good, like different weird dick. I just for me it works for me. I think that's what I need. I I need something that I haven't read yet. Something weird, something kind of smutty, something cute. Just how about married to the Birdman or oh. uh Yeah. I want to read that. That's on my list. We've never read about a Birdman before. Yeah. So that's what I need. I need different. Besides so, the uh-huh. Birdman, did you all read um House of Night or whatever by PC Cast? No. <gasps> You didn't read about the Birdman in there? No. House of he Night? got a full-on love story with Stevie Ray, and like, which is the best friend of the main girl, and like, he was like an, an enemy. Like, he was a bad guy, and he gets a girl, and like, damn, that was a good romance, guys. That book? Marked, Really? Yes. Oh my god, that's, yes. that's old, old. Yes. 
girl. I know. Wow. 2007 old. That was my first Birdman. So I had a good, like, first experience. Uh-huh. So I think I'm ready for my next good experience. I guess yeah. my only experience with Birdman uh, would be Howl's Moving Castle. Oh. He's kind of a bird. Yeah. He bird is. Mm-hmm. And I was And he hot. was a hot bird guy. So, yeah, 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 yeah. So, I'm not opposed. <laughs> <laughs> Me either. But I, I, I agree with Steph. Maybe you need to go, like, weird, weird. Or read yeah. something you've never read before. Or I was going to say, maybe you need... Uh, Something really spicy. Well, whatever Rexy girls have, send it my way, and I'll go. I'm gonna go. I recently read, and I don't know. This is this is probably not a wreck, actually. But I recently read a book, and I didn't tell you guys about this. <laughs> uh, I read a book where the guy had three dicks, not one, not two, three. Why would How? you withhold that information from us? Right. Right. I was like, this is probably like a crime <laughs> or something that I'm committing here. He had. Like, his tongue was a dick, and then he had two dicks. So he was fucking her in all the holes at the same time. I was loving my life. <laughs> What's the title? This is what I mean. Like, this is this is the way to have multiple dicks for me, you know? All on the same See, guy. See, that's what I... I need to start off my year with three dicks. <laughs> what, multiple dicks? <laughs> what's, what's the title, please? Uh, that one was called... I want to say, like, Bound in Stone or something. It's like a gargle. It reminded me a lot of At No Men, which I uh, mm. mentioned in our most recent uh, Catch Up and Chill. It reminded me a little bit of that, but, like, erotica, you know? But, like, yeah, I liked it. I liked it. By Stephanie Simpson? Uh-huh. Yeah. I have one more rec for you, and then we can move on. Um, And I've mentioned it already to you, but I think it needs a re-mention. Mm-hmm. And it's The Mates of the Kaluma by Ella Maven. Mm-hmm. And it's they're really short, but, like, they're really good alien books, and they're dicks. S. Is that the uh, um, Hunted by the, the Assassin? Is that that series, or that's something else? Um, yeah, so the second one's called Protected by the Alien Bodyguard, and the first one, yes, is Hunted by the Alien okay. Assassin. Um. Mm-hmm. Yes, they're dicks when I tell you they're different. But what does that mean? Uh, I can't talk about it because when <laughs> I first read it, I was like, wait, what? They do what? Do I have it on my list already? I have this one on KU. It's on my Kindle. I could start it anytime. Yeah. But I'm like, what is what is a different, different dick, you know? I mean, I think it's because I was reading normal dick. Why are we talking about dick? <laughs> We're us, all right? <laughs> anyway, so I think I was reading Normal Dick, and then, like, uh-huh. this one just, like, came at me, and I was like, With a weird dick. <laughs> and it, it fed what Sorry. I needed it to feed at that, that time. That hair, though. Yeah. They're hot. Yeah. That's the dick she needed at the mo- at the time. Yeah. It was good dick. Thank you. <laughs> I need dick. good dick in my life. <laughs> we all do, girl. We all do. All right. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So, uh, should I go next? Sure. Uh, yeah. If you're okay. ready, go for it. Okay. So, I'll start off by saying that um, I this was actually, 2021 was actually my best reading year of my life (laughs) Mm -hmm. I don't know why that is I find that the busier I am in my life in all areas of my life the more I read and that's like something that's true for all things 
Yeah, it's just when I've got too much time on my hands, then I revert back to my like procrastinating lazy ass self. But when I've got a lot to do and, you know, I've got a lot on my plate right now in my life, um, (laughs) then suddenly I'm like, oh, but I've got to make time for this. So I do. And then I actually read. So I ended up reading a lot, Mm. a lot of books. But that being said, I read a lot of good books this year, but I didn't read a lot of like amazing five stars, which if you know anything about me, if you've been (laughs) here a minute, uh, you know... I do not give five stars, you know, just like that. Yes. That's just not who I am. Some people be like 600 fucking five stars books a year. And then like they have six stars because like they've had to create another system a rating, another rating system yeah. because they've given too many five stars. That's just not me. No. I am a little too strict probably about like what I give five stars to. I'm not perfect. I will admit. But um that being said i did read a couple books that i just felt uh deserved a little mentioned a little mention sorry to be honest though this year sorry i don't mean to cut you off i was just gonna say this year i feel like not this year last year 2021 i feel like i have not been giving five stars maybe just one or like two i don't know i did not have a good reading year guys anyways that sucks yeah i know 2022 new year new you (laughs) new uh i don't know I hope I'm not reverting back to, like, high school bitchy stuff phase. Oh, oh God. God. <laughs> not her. <laughs> no, thank you. She's not welcome here. She can't sit with us. No. <laughs> she can't sit with us. <laughs> to be fair, though, you've not, you haven't met uh, early blogging days, Marge. Really? She was bitchier than you were. <laughs> Oh God! Um, yeah, okay. let's never do that ever again. Okay. <laughs> um, so on my list, um, I wanted to start with um a book that. Well, okay. Here's the weird thing. I was going through the books that I've read this year, and I don't know about you, but 2021 felt like it was literally blink and you miss it. But then I was looking at the books that I've read technically in 2021, apparently, and I was like, what the fuck? That feels like that was five years ago. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah. So a lot of these books, I'm like, wow, that was this year? Huh? So um, one of them, it's The Song of David by Amy Harmon. So like, oh, yeah. I remember mentioning uh, The Law of Moses in one of our Catch Up and Chill? Question mark? Or, oh, no, wait, I read it for one of the... Monster. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Monsters, right. Yeah. Um, but in that episode, I was like, or in the following Catch Up and Chill, I was like, oh, I actually read... The Song of David right after. Yeah. But I didn't talk I didn't want to talk about it because I was like, I know it's gonna make it into my uh, best of twenty twenty one list, so I'll keep it for that. Um now months have passed and I'm like, what was that book about again? Uh but <laughs> awful memory, okay? It's not the book's fault. I just have a really bad memory. <laughs> but I will say about this book that um it actually made me fucking ball my fucking eyes out. So I am not an emotional reader, okay? Mm-hmm. I do not r- cry easily, though I will say I'm becoming softer <laughs> with the years and the age. <laughs> but this book had me fucking crying. Um, yeah, so you have the characters. So you have David and Millie and Millie is, um, was just hired at David's, um, uh, bar to be like a stripper. 
and uh well actually he's we call him tag he doesn't use david but that's his real name Mm -hmm. um anyway he owns a bar she was just hired as a stripper and millie um actually is blind and so at first you know a lot of his employees kind of they hired her as a joke which tag was not aware of but they hired her as a joke because they were like haha a blind stripper how funny I don't know why they thought that was funny and like tag doesn't understand why they thought that was funny, which he fired their fucking asses as he should, as he should. (laughs) Right. Yeah. So, but you have this like friendship that blossoms between Millie and tag because he does feel very protective of her. She also has like a younger brother who she needs to take care of because their parents are dead and he's autistic. So he's obviously quite a lot to handle as well. And, you know, Millie is like, you know, what men would want to take this on, you know, take me on and then take on my brother. Because obviously he's going to be a huge part of my life for the rest of my life. Like he's all that he has. I'm all that he has. Um, but anyway, Tag is like such he, he just has the hugest heart. Like he is just a wonderful fucking man. And I remember reading this book and being like. You know, we read a lot of fucked up guys. We read about a lot of fucked up guys. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Like, a lot of bad guys. Guys that were, like, yummy in fiction, but then in real life, run the fuck away, girl. (laughs) You know? But Tag is, like, genuinely, like, the kind of men that you're, like, I just pray to God that you fucking exist somewhere out there. Like, you are genuinely the best sort of men and, like you know every woman deserves a man like him type of thing like he would be the perfect lover the perfect father the perfect husband just like perfect you know Mm -hmm. anyway he just genuinely put a smile on my my face and then you know I don't want to spoil the book but like I said friendships friendship becomes romantic relationships and something happens to Tag, and then he disappears. And the story is essentially Millie is listening to tapes that he has recorded, um, retelling the story of how they met. And through that, she's trying to figure out, with the help of Moses from book one, uh, what the fuck happened? Where is he? And it's just really fucking devastating. And I'm not going to lie. I care about our listeners. And so I will say this. It is not h-e-a okay (laughs) please know that if you're ever gonna read this book but it left me like i said crying i just grew to care so much for this character and yeah it was just a beautiful story and if you know anything about amy Harmon's books then you know like she just writes just emotionally uh intense stories that you don't realize how much of an impact they're having on you because she does it so subtly but then yes. by the end of the book you're just like hit with everything you're, you're just like wow that was i i felt like these characters were real you know mm-hmm. so that was an incredible book there you go <laughs> <laughs> the others i will go um a little bit more quickly through them just because they're I think all books that I've mentioned before that we've talked about on the podcast. So um, the next one is To Have and to Hold by Patricia Gaffney. Oh, yes. Listen, this is a bit of a touchy, touchy book. You know, I was (laughs) saying like tag best man in the world would wish him upon any woman. Uh, This is not the same story. (laughs) (laughs) Not Um, at all. 
trigger warnings abound for this book. It is a historical romance. Uh, don't remember the time period, but uh, it's an incredible story of a powerful story yeah. about change and how people can change and how you only need to make the decision to change who you are. There is never, it's never too late. You know, redemption is not beyond anyone. You just need to make the choice to change. And then you yeah. need to make that choice every single day for the rest of your life to move forward and to become a better person. It's, yeah. You just need that one moment. But then the hard part is choosing to stay that way and work work on yourself. And that book was really about that. But obviously, um, there's a lot of dark, dark themes and, and scenes that happen before um, a certain character comes to understand that and comes to uh, realize that he wants to change. So not for everyone. But <laughs> uh, if you are interested, Seth and I did record an episode on this book. Yeah. Uh, we went really deep with that one, so it should be coming out at some point, probably in February. First week okay, of February, yeah. I think. Probably early February, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you have that to look forward to if uh, you can stomach it. But to be honest, like, we weren't trying to glorify anything. We were just trying to understand and just... Yeah, it ended up being quite an interesting episode, I think, and one that I think I'll be quite proud of. I haven't listened back to it <laughs> since, <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> but I, I, just from my memory anyway, I remember feeling like we had a really good conversation. Yeah, I so think so too, that... and just putting my two cents in, I yeah. this book was really important too with like the female character and like her growth yes. as yeah. a person and her finding her own individuality. Um, it was great. Like it, that aspect of the story was amazing. And honestly, if you're looking for a good story on growth and like finding yourself after, you yeah. know, not having an identity for like how many years, um, mm. then yeah, maybe this book could be for you. But like Marge said, triggers abound. Um, yeah. Next up, I put on my list another book that Steph and I talked about, <laughs> The Love Hypothesis. Mm. Why? Because, oh, by uh, Allie Hazelwood, by the way. Um, You probably knew that, though, because that book is fucking everywhere. But, you it's know, everywhere. just uh, for that one person who lives under a rock. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> um, But why? And the reason is, um, again, if you know anything about me, I have not gone back to contemporary romance in a hot minute. A yeah. hot minute. Yeah. Um, there was just nothing in it that was kind of calling to me. And um, this one did, um, for obvious reasons. Hello, Rayla. <laughs> <laughs> but to be fair, like, I think it's an actually, like, really well-rounded contemporary romance that has, like, a lot of funny moments, but also, you know, important conversations about STEM and women in STEM and yeah. what can happen to people in that sphere and like just what happens to people of color within that you know sphere again of uh, academia or just academia in general really um, it's just it, I really enjoyed that book and obviously as a Raylo it just means a lot to me just because I love to see these women who I've f 
followed for years at this point, you know, ever since becoming Raylo and seeing just how talented they were and just how passionate they were about stories and about these characters and to see them become published authors and have their stories be out there and make the, a name for themselves and and have and see their stories do so well yeah just really warms my heart and so for that reason i just feel like that book deserves to be on this list yeah i agree too <laughs> i don't know why i feel the need to like justify why right i know you're like <laughs> this deserves a spot okay it's a very exclusive list but it made right it. uh the next one is an episode we were all on, including <laughs> a special guest, The Bridge Kingdom Duet yes. by Danielle L. Jensen. Um, one of my rare five stars went to the second book in that series, so you know, you know. I feel like that was me too. <laughs> that was like one of the few five stars I gave. Then why is it not on your list? I, do <laughs> I don't know, okay? I literally forgot I read it this year, guys. I don't even know. Anyways, I put the duet on my list because it's just a series that I've been eyeing for forever, it feels like. And I kept, like, putting it off and putting it off. I was like, oh, I don't know. Like, is it worth the hype? Is it as good as people say? Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And, like, I this year in particular have really stepped into um uh indie fantasy romance mm -hmm. i just really loved the story i loved laura i loved her story i yes. she reminded me a lot of um you know characters like aelin who from throne of glass who have come to mean so much to me personally with their stories of growth and how it's okay to make mistakes yeah, it's okay to have flaws and it's okay to mess up as long as you own up to your mistakes and you yeah. do the right thing at the end of the day. And, and do the work, you know? Do the work to earn forgiveness. Yeah, it was just such a story of, of strength, of will, and yes. just determination. And I am worth it and these people are worth it. And I choose to make the right decision, you know, to, to do what's right, even if it's it goes against everything that I've been taught because yeah. I am now aware that I was taught wrong. So I thoroughly, thoroughly enjoyed that duet, duology. I did as well, Des despite the fact that I uh, forgot that I read it Didn't in 2021. Didn't put it on your list. <laughs> um, but I enjoyed it. And if you love angst, this duet is for you for sure. Book two fed my love for angst. It, like, gave me everything I could have wanted. Uh, and the two last things on my list... Um, I won't go into detail about because I know for a fact I have mentioned them on a catch up <laughs> and chill somewhere at some point. So you can just go back and listen to all of those, which you should, because I think personally that they're our best episodes. But, you know, <laughs> if you're looking for somewhere to start, that is where you should start. Uh, get to know us, you know. Um, but uh, the first one is Wild Sign but Patricia Briggs, which does that not feel like a blast from the past? I have not mentioned the Alpha and Omega series by Patricia Briggs in a hot minute. You have yeah. not. But do not dare forget that Charles is the love of my life, okay? Oh, so <laughs> uh, so that means Rowan is no longer the love of her life. Shut so the fuck up. So he's free to claim then? He's free to okay. claim. Good Rowan Whitethorn no, 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 is free no, 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 no. to claim. To no, no, no. Yeah, I have it on I'm going to text G right now. Shut up. I let her Shut know. Shut up. <laughs> Shut up. I have it on record that I have said 
Charles and Rowan are literally the same men. I don't recall. Literally. Well, you just go back and listen to her fucking catch up and chill, bitch. (laughs) It's in there. How dare you lump them together? Are they not two different people for you? Yeah. They're their own people. It was nice to have you guys. Uh, See you next week. Hope you enjoyed. (laughs) (laughs) Anyways. Um, I will not suffer through whatever they're thri- trying to throw at me. Uh, I'm better than this. Yeah, victimize right. yourself. I know it's true. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Wild Sign was incredible. And Charles is the love of my life. And that's all you need to know. You should definitely try out those books and do uh, the see, audiobooks. Said I it again. cannot stress that she enough. She said it again. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> now, last book on my list is Morning Glory. Not Milking Farm. I was going to say, you read Morning Glory Milking Farm? You did not tell us? No, Morning Glory, the one that came before Milking Farm by Laverle Spencer. And again, mentioned that book on A Catch Up and Chill forever ago. So I won't tell you what it's about, but it's historical. And it's just one of those stories that felt really epic and just beautiful. And the characters were so real and so... I don't know, like just some characters have just something extra, you know, to them mm-hmm. that you just grow so attached to. And I really did with these characters. And so that book really stayed with me. But it does feel like I read it in 2010 yeah. and not in 2021. <laughs> I feel like you mentioned it like when we first started this podcast, but that's a lie. <laughs> right? That's a lie. It feels that way. I know. Did you end up watching the movie? I did not. Is that a goal for you in this year? Uh-huh. If that was a goal of mine? Mm, no, I don't particularly feel like watching that movie. No. Okay. I will say, um, I started my 2022 with watching a TV show. I kind of saw that. They say, mm. begin as you mean to go on, I guess. <laughs> I kind of saw that. Discovery of Witches? Yeah, I binged the first season of A Discovery of Witches. Oh, yeah. how did you like it? liked it the first five episode it was like mm, okay yeah this is like giving me old school vampires like he's he's a professor which i'm kind of in my kink now <laughs> on that front like i just want the professors now it was twilight but it's well it's like twilight but for adults and without the sparkly stupid vampires yeah you know? yeah, yeah um but i was really into him okay first mm-hmm. five episodes and then for whatever reason the last uh what the last i can't count the last three i don't know they were not as good for me and then like the cliche aspects of it which it's cheesy from the start but like the cliche stuff started becoming like a little uh too obvious to just uh overlook Mm -hmm. but yeah i'm i mean i'm still like probably gonna watch season two it's just not available on the platform that i was watching it on yet but uh Mm -hmm. when it is then i'll probably bitch that yeah and season three is coming out soon i think this mm. next week i don't know when it's starting at some point in january yeah yeah so yeah that's that's my list no no monster dicks actually but if I you know. want some Kinda monster shocked. dicks Rex, <laughs> right uh just fucking again like i cannot stress enough just go fucking listen to our catch up and chills you will have plenty of monster dicks in there or or yeah. our smutless episode All if right. you want some christmas <laughs> right. monster yeah. dicks right yeah we have a rating scale and everything so feel free to go yeah. listen someone someone uh said we were an erotica podcast i, I was saw- like huh <laughs> really huh? the 
true erotica podcast. I feel like we right made here. it now, you know? We're labeled as an erotica podcast and But like I don't want to disappoint people. Like that's kind of untrue, I know. but like We do know. talk about dick, but like not as often as I would think an erotica podcast would talk about dick. Yeah, and like we're very scientific about it, okay? Yeah. We go into the logistics <laughs> of it and not necessarily like what's happening. Yeah. We go into like the functionality. The functionality of said appendage. The anatomy of it all, you know? It's very yeah. interesting. Very important work, okay? <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yes. Okay. What's on your list? So, the first book on my list is going to be... Twilight. <laughs> Let it go, Seth. It's not going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> no, the first book on my list is The Invisible Life of Addie LaRue. Oh, yeah. By B.E. Schwab. Yeah, I freaking love this book. Um... When I was making my list last night, like I pulled out the book and I started reading quotes, and I just want to reread it. I want to go back and reread it. Um, See, that feels like you read that in twenty twenty. Yeah, yeah. Um, so basically, the book is just about a girl that is wants more out of her life. Um, she's being forced to marry this widow that um, he has kids and he needs a wife, and she's being forced. And she basically wants... What? What? I just realized you said she's forced to marry a widow. And I went, mm. <laughs> And then I realized, like, no, not in a good way, Marge. Not in a good way. <laughs> not in this case. Um, so she wants more out of life. And um, she ends up praying to, like, the goddess of the night. The goddess... A, a god of the darkness. The devil, basically. And she makes a deal. Um, she basically wants more time, more... She wants more freedom to live her life. So she strikes mm-hmm. a deal, and in exchange, she gets to live forever, but everybody she meets from then on forgets about her. So she's she kind of... She can't leave her mark in the world. And that kind of, like, throughout the years takes a toll on her. And it's... I just freaking love this book. I love the writing... It's very like it feels like poetry. And I love the the devil, the the main well, I won't say he's the main one because there's another guy in the book. But um he's very delicious, the devil Luke. As he should be. Yeah. I know. <laughs> this is a Satan Stan account. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um he's uh fucking incredible. Um but yeah, I mean I recommend it. It's a good story, it's a good book. It's I really want to read more books by this author this upcoming yeah. year. And I noticed that this this is one of the books that I noticed last year that it's either like a, a hit or miss with yeah. people. Um, so I hope it's yeah. a hit for you whenever you decide to read it. I hope so too. I just like, for some reason, I tend to stay away from books that are very popular on TikTok. And this book mm. had a As time. you should. <laughs> I mean, to be honest... There are books that I enjoyed that I read that I got, you know, recommended from TikTok. There are books there. But, I mean, from Blood and Ash, I feel like it was just so talked about. But, like, I didn't enjoy it as, you know, a lot of people did. Um, but, I mean, I don't know. Maybe this is going to be one where it works out. And it's a hit. Yeah. And I think it's, like, far away from, like, the... It's, I feel like my dad's... Is he outside? I feel cutting the grass. Can you hear? I feel my little probably it's, thing it's, is going crazy. It's the fourth host of this podcast at this point. It's her dad's lawnmower. Lawn <laughs> um, She's got something to say, as let her be. 
not wish you. And it's always right when I start as well. When I start talking, I start hearing the fucking lawnmower. Oh, now I hear it. I hear it. Yeah. (laughs) It's ambiance, everyone. Just enjoy the ambiance. Um, so for my second thing on my list, it's actually going to be two books. I lumped them together because I feel like they go well together. So y'all know that I love my psychotic and sociopathic heroes. Yes, we do. Huge lover (laughs) here. Um, Yes. And I cannot not add these books on my list because they're just amazing. And... Yeah, so it's basically... <laughs> We're all waiting. Sorry. With bated breath. This feels like a huge reveal now. I know, I know. Drum I know. roll, Sorry, please. <laughs> so if you're in the mood to read about possessive heroes that are assholes, psychotic, um, that have no remorse for other people's feelings and... Yes, uh-huh. yes, and yes. It's uh, Run, Posey, Run by Kate C. Wells. One I of them. Yeah. Yeah. And then the second one is Bitter Heat by mm. Maya Knight. Maya Knight. Mm-hmm. And these books are so delicious. And I, I've been on the search for similar books to these where the heroes are oh, just... Okay. I feel like you've been on the search your whole life. Crazy. Girl. I know. <laughs> Cuckoo in the head. But I feel like there's uh-huh. not a lot of people can write heroes like this where yeah. I'm like, Agreed. he's psycho, but I still love him. But these ones were amazing. I read them last year and i wish there was more books like no i enjoyed run posey run when i read Mm -hmm. it too but um yeah i can't say that i've come across a book like that like how obsessive are we talking here like how dark and delicious like for dario from run posey run he wants to have her killed but he wants to be the one to kill her and no one else yeah and she flees, and yeah. he's trying to find her. Yeah. Because he realizes he made a mistake, but, like, he still wants to own her. Yeah. It's a good thing we love Satan so much, because we're going straight to hell. Yeah. <laughs> hey, hell looks like a party, guys. <laughs> See y'all there. And then, sorry, what is Bitter Heat about? I don't think I've ever heard you talk about it. Yeah, she mentioned it yeah. on the Catch Up and Chill, girl. Yeah. Were you not listening? I listened, but I have a bad memory. That was the most recent one, too, This I was think. my coming back book from... Um, right, from sickness. <laughs> from that, from that the era of my of life. <laughs> okay. I think I vaguely remember, guys. <laughs> but I'm telling you. So he's basically a businessman. He falls in love with his daughter where her family is like, they have like this well-known like empire. Um, Something happened. I'm trying to remember. Something happens where he. Hold on. Let me go back. It's the mower for me. It's the lawnmower in the background for me. <laughs> it's, it's distracting. <laughs> this is the one with the, the cabin where I thought it was like a. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they're trying to get divorced, right? Yeah. She, she wants to divorce she him. She wants to divorce him, but he doesn't want to. But she forces his mm-hmm. hand and gets her dad to get them to divorce. So his her mm-hmm. dad is now dead, and he comes back into her life and, like, tries to, like, possess her and, like... Yeah. Okay, yeah. I, I remember you talking Sounds about delicious. it now. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I'm adding that one to my list, too. Yes, Thank you. Please. Thank you It should have been much. already, because... 
exactly. pretty sure if we roll back that episode, you probably said like, oh my god, I'm reading that next. Can you shut the fuck up and let me live, Marge? I'm reading that yeah. next. <laughs> like she does for every <laughs> single book. Moving on, As, what's your next one? And my last book on my list is Pack Darling, part one Ooh. by Lola Rock. This is the second third time I'm gonna mention it. Anyways, um, it's her trick though. The more she mentions it, like she puts yeah. that seed in her brain, yes. and then little by little, she's hooking us. Yeah, hook line and sinker. Yes. So this is a reverse harem. It's an omega verse reverse harem. It's a heroine with five guys, and basically it's about Lila, who is an omega that doesn't want to be a part of any type of pack. Um, so she does anything in her power to suppress her her awakening. <laughs> Including dumping herself in chemicals. Yes. <laughs> so she does anything in her power to suppress her her awakening, but she gets forced to join this pack that already has an omega, which is a male omega. Mm-hmm. And none of the guys want her. They think that she's a gold digger. They think that she's just out to... Uh, I guess, tear them down, take their money, get in the way of what they already have, which is a male omega that supposedly they love. Anyways, um, they're downright awful awful to her. But one of the things that I love about her is that she's able to hold her own. She takes no shit. Um, She kind of befriends the omega, the male omega. And a lot of stuff happens. But one of the things that I told the girls earlier last year was at the You're end. Really exposing how messed up we are right now. Right. <laughs> Do we want to tell them that, though? <laughs> Should I mention it? It's a, it's a <laughs> fucked up ending. Like, it's really bad. Like, it's like chemicals are involved and, like, it's... <laughs> just <laughs> say it. Worse. At this point, just say it. So, at the end of the book... Um, spoiler, if you haven't read spoiler. the book and you right, want to. Right, right, right. At the end of the book... The both the omegas, the male and the female, they go in heat, and all the alphas kind of join in and like grab the male omega and they take him to a room and they help him through his heat. And this girl has gone through so much already throughout the book, and she already has formed some type of friendship with the guys. She thinks that they're gonna help her with her heat, so she's lives down in the basement she drags herself all the way upstairs to where they have where they have their like um the the omega's nest where they have their orgy thing or whatever um she drags herself up there and she kind of asks them for help with her heat and they 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 tell her off they tell her to leave that they don't care about her um and all their focus is on the male omega so this girl is in pain. Like, she has years of suppressing her heat. And, like, it's mm-hmm. coming on, like, full force. So what does yeah. she do? She drags herself downstairs down to the basement. She I gets like she this. She gets this, like, big barrel of... She gets this barrel, and she fills it with chemicals. And she, she drowns herself in this barrel for, like, two, three days to help her through her heat. Which is horrible. Two or three days. Yeah. Are they immortal? Is that why she doesn't die from all the chemicals? No. Like, wouldn't she get chemical burns and, like... Well, I mean, and I think in this case, like, would you rather go through chemical burns or go through, like, the painful... The pain of, like, your heat and not... Hmm. I don't know. 
I guess that says a lot about how painful it is. Because yeah. chemical burns, I imagine, are awful. Yeah. It's just as awful as getting actually burned, probably. Yeah. Like, yeah. burned alive. So. Okay, listen. I am involved and, like, invested with the mm-hmm. grovel that I hope we get. And right. I, and that's what I'm hoping for the next book, that we get, like, amazing grovel. Like I think, I think honestly, book two would have it. Mm-hmm. I see people, like, at, like the author asks, what are you most looking forward to in book two? And then everyone's like, the grovel. So, like, mm-hmm. I would hope she would do that. But can she write good grovel? You know, a lot of know. authors can think that they're writing good yeah. grovel, but are they? Can they deliver on the grovel? Mm. Devil's advocate over here, Marge. I'm going to read Pack Darling Part 1. I know I've been saying it, but I will say it because now Book 2 is coming out really soon, right? Mm-hmm. 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 Well, I'm sure S will mention it for our fourth time yeah. in our next Catch Up and Chill first so book this of 2022. <laughs> this will be the last time I mention these books, so. <laughs> will it, though? Yeah. Is it just two books? Is it's it just two, two books? books yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, Okay. You know what? I like that. I like authors that don't like fucking go on for 8 billion books when yeah. it's not needed. Yeah. If it's Agreed. a two-book series, then make it a two-book series. Don't yeah. need to make it a four-book series. Agreed. Yeah. Agreed. Was that your list? Your That's it. List? That was my list. All right. Mention. Well, let me ask you what I asked Seth. How was your reading year in 2021? I want to say it was good. And I want to say uh-huh. thanks to the podcast because I feel like if I didn't have the podcast, I don't think I would have been reading a lot. And mm-hmm. I read a lot of books that I didn't expect to be reading. Like I read a whole mm-hmm. shit ton of historical romance. And that's not yes. something that I was doing before. True. Yeah. True. Yeah. So all in all, I think I read pretty well. I My reading was pretty, pretty. I read over 100 books. So that's saying something. I think... The previous year, I think I only read up to like 80 books, I want to say. I find the same for me. Like you would think that having a podcast would mean I would be reading less. Mm -hmm. But actually, it's pushing me to read more Mm -hmm. in a good way, though. Not in like a, oh, I feel pressured way. Like just in that I'm actually really enjoying what I'm reading because I'm also reading these other books that I actually feel like I have to read for something. So then I'm. I find more joy in reading for my own pleasure. Okay, yeah. 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 Um, also, you mentioned historical romance. I just... Hold, hold the fuck on. How is Devil and Winter not on your fucking list, S? I don't know. Ah! She's, really coming, <laughs> she's really coming for us, though. Right? Yes! I was going to say, I didn't put them on mine because obviously they were rereads, but like, mm-hmm. it happened one autumn and Devil and Winter were five stars. Devil and Winter, yeah, it was five stars and it was amazing and you should read Lisa Klepas, <laughs> the Wallflower series. She's trying to save her own ass right now. <laughs> yeah. Listen. This woman right there, she just showed her true colors. She does not deserve Sebastian St. Vincent. No, okay? stop. She forgot stop it. Well, you don't him. deserve no. Rowan Whitethorn, so. Oh, fuck Ooh. off. Fuck off. <laughs> yes, please tell us how amazing Devil in Winter was. Please. It was amazing. Please. I think Redeem it was, yourself. I think it was my only five stars. Like, And it oh. wasn't on your list. On your fucking list? But that's the Girl. thing. I had... I had like 13 things of like five stars on my list. So I narrowed I narrowed it down completely. Mm. And then you chose to ignore Sebastian Sebastian. He's half mine, just FYI. Just putting that out there. Moving on to 
list of things we're excited about in 2022. Let the year begin. Let the excitement begin. Uh, This is going to be pretty short. We're just listing them, right? Yeah, yeah. All right. So the first thing on my list, well, I cannot speak. The first thing on my list Mm -hmm. um, is the second Crescent City book, uh, House of Sky and Breath. Is that what it's called? House of Breath and Mm -hmm. Sky? I don't fucking know. Crescent City 2. Anyways, (laughs) the next book with uh, Hunt on the cover. I'm excited Mm -hmm. for that because I read the first one and I like where it ended off and I'm ready for it. Mm-hmm. Um, the Inadequate Air by Danielle L. Jensen, which I'm pretty sure That's is on your list too. as well. Um, the next Horde Kings of Dakar by Zoe Draven. I'm sure that's coming mm. out this month in January, if not February. Nice. She's about 86% done writing, and she she's usually quick with, like, releasing it. So that one's really, um, high on my list. And I also have Dating Dr. Dill by Nisha Sharma. That's coming out in March, and it sounds like a fun ride. We've got, I think, fake dating, and, like, aunties putting the people together. I don't know. One of them doesn't believe in love, which I believe it's the girl, and he is, like, he has a talk show, I believe, about love, and Dr. Dill, so, like, Dill needs heart. Um, So I'm really, like, really excited for that one. Next on my list, um, Run Riot by Colette Rhodes. It's already out, but I want to read it. Um... Next is Terms and Conditions by Lauren Asher. So this is the um, author of The Fine Print. And this is the second book in the series, which is coming out sometime this year. Um, It's an office romance, marriage of convenience, with a side of pregnancy, maybe, possibly, because (gasps) he needs to have a baby to get his inheritance from his grandfather. Um, I love those plots. Right? And, like, she's, like, his assistant. And, like, you see them and their dynamic in the first book. But, like, I'm excited see uh-huh. what they're like in their own book and last on my list which i'm pretty sure is on your list as well marge called to the deep by desiree m nicoli and it is a oh it wasn't but yes absolutely yeah i'm so excited for it and it's um about a siren she eats you know men people <laughs> she's evil she eats men yeah, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. and yeah i'm excited she the romance is between a captain uh like a sea captain mm-hmm. and a siren so i'm excited for it yeah and that's a debut novel yes. so gotta give it some love uh all right do you want me to go next okay so first one on my list is the woven no sorry this woven kingdom by tahara mafi um obviously i loved her shadow me series but this series has me really intrigued uh it's like a persian inspired fantasy mm-hmm. world with you know between like really powerful families and like she kind of pitched it as like a little bit of Bridgerton and then like probably because the familial aspect of it uh but then like a lot of drama and a lot of romance and forbidden romance enemies to lovers and then like Tara Mafi does like a little bit of steam in her books nothing like you know it's not erotica or anything but like she gives you what you need yeah. to get. So I'm real excited for that one. Uh, Crescent City, you mentioned. Uh, obviously, I also have Soul Taken by Patricia Briggs, which is, oh God, like book 14, <laughs> I think, in the Mercy uh, Thompson series. Is she um, ending that series anytime soon, or is it just... I don't think she is, but to be honest, I'm not complaining. I okay. miss these characters, and so I'm very excited to be reunited with Mercy, and the crew and Adam, sexy ass Adam, 
um so yeah i'll be looking forward to that uh i also have under one roof below zero and stuck with you all by ali hazelwood so it's like a collection of little um like a trilogy of little novellas with like you know tropes and stuff and that just sounds really fun to me um Mm -hmm. i love my novellas so i'm looking forward to that the covers are super cute um, I also have Ruby Fever by um, Alona Andrews, which is the third book in the Catalina Baylor series, which another blast from the past that it feels like that mm-hmm. was 50 years ago that I mentioned these books. But yes, yeah, so I think they took like a two year break from that series. But the third book in Catalina's story is finally releasing with the sexy ass Alessandro. So I am very much looking forward to that, (laughs) more of that, um, for sure. Um, I also have The Dragon's Bride by (gasps) Katie Roberts. I forgot about that. It's on my list, too. I'm quite excited for that Mm -hmm. to see what she does with, like, proper monster romance, you know, like a full-length monster romance. And I'm excited for that cover. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Gorgeous cover. Yeah, 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 yeah. The old school cover renaissance mm-hmm. here for it yeah um i also have the muse by emma scott which is the second book in oh i don't actually know what the uh series is called but it's the sequel if you will to um the uh, the sinner mm. oh yes but yes. this one is about different characters and it's like mm and it's you know obviously one of them is a demon and then the other one is a human so i don't know i'm quite intrigued in that book um the inadequate air you mentioned and then uh obviously lisa claypass's next novel which mm-hmm. we do not know what it is but i put it on my list because like we haven't <laughs> heard anything and i'm getting a little bit stressed that we do not have a new lisa claypass book coming this year so i put it there because i was like i'm gonna put it in the universe <laughs> maybe maybe she's aiming for another summer release here i know we're used to february releases but maybe it's uh-huh. a summer release this year mm. i don't know but i'm stressed about it but you know what if if we don't get a book because actually uh they've been working on a tv show i'm okay with that a wallflower tv show yeah really I'll be okay. No, no, no. I don't know. Oh, I was about to say, why the hell didn't I'm you dreaming, mention girl. this before? Um, I would be screaming it off the roof, yeah. like rooftops. Right, yeah. If we were getting that. Yeah. Oh, the world would literally implode. Like, I don't think the world could handle. But then again, nobody could ever be Sebastian St. Vincent. So maybe I don't want this, you know? I think the fact that I already have, like, Westcliff fan-casted in my head, I'm okay. Wait, but they, they need to make sure that it's him, Luke Evans. Ooh. ooh. Wait, who's Luke Evans? Let me Google real quick. He's who I see as Westcliff, and it, will, like, it won't change. So, like, maybe the fact that I have him in my head, and they decide to make a TV show and he's not casted. Oh, okay. Uh, I can see that. Then I'm going to be heartbroken. Uh, and lastly, of course... 2022 March 25th what happens Bridgerton season two (laughs) um so yeah obviously my list could not be finished without that on it because I'm obviously very excited for season two of Bridgerton Kate and Anthony's story um you know if you're interested in in hearing what we have to say about this series uh we have two episodes on the tv show 
And then we also did a whole ep- episode on The Viscount Who Loved Me, the book. So feel free to go and listen to that. Hear what we have to say, what we're excited for, what we hope to see in the series. And then obviously, you can expect a thorough conversations <laughs> conversation about these episodes, yes. this, you know, new season yes. uh, when it releases. So. Yeah. And that's it. That's my 2022 list. But you know what? There's a lot on there. And I'm actually looking at 22. Well, I said that really weird. 2022 um, with a lot of excitement, which Mm -hmm. I feel like going into 2020, I wasn't feeling. I was like, nothing's fucking releasing this year. Mm -hmm. And then 2021, I was kind of still like blase about what was coming out. And then I feel like this year I'm like, no, I've got like stuff to look forward to. Like, Yeah. yeah, I've discovered new series and new to me authors. And now like, I'm like excited to see what they've got coming. So yeah, it's a great way to start a year. Yeah. Agreed. Agreed. I'm excited for this year. My list, I have uh, The Dragon's Bride as well. You mentioned it by Katie Robert. Um, I'm really looking forward to Force Bonds and the rest of the oh, Bonds yeah. at High series right. yeah. by Jay Breen. Yeah. Force, Bro- Force Bonds comes out in March. Yes. Um, looking forward to that. Uh, a lot of things are coming out in March, guys. <laughs> yeah. A lot of things. Um, wow. Pack Darling Part 2 mm. comes out in like about two weeks so i'm excited for that and now the day is over there yeah literally um wild game uh which is the third book in the state of gray series by colette rhodes it's uh oh okay so the run riot thing okay Mm -hmm. um Mm -hmm. that comes out in june and then there's i'm hoping i'm putting this out in the universe the second book to bitter heat which is bitter secrets um and then there's uh, the Long Game, which is the sequel to Heated Rivalry by Rachel Reed. Ooh, that hockey, wait. the hockey one, the hockey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah so I just MM? found out it's MM. The MM one. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I found out that there was going to be a sequel to that. Uh, that's released With the same character? With the same two characters. Oh. Ooh, so she's yeah. pulling like a him, us thing. It seems like it, here. yeah. And it's the sixth book in that series. Um, and that comes out in April. Which is I'm, the whole series MM? The whole series is MM, yeah. Uh, another Omegaverse, Verse Harem, Hidden Heat by MJ Marston. That comes out in mm. May. And then I also have The Woven Kingdom by Tahara Mafi. That comes out in February. And then lastly, this is a, a book that I discovered on TikTok. This author made like a video of like her writing a certain story and she wanted to see if anybody was interested and it caught my attention. It's called Light Lark by Alex Astor. So it's about a cursed island that only appears every 100 years to host a game that gives six rulers a chance to break their curses. Each realm, each realm's curse is deadly and to break them, one of the six rulers must die. And then apparently, I guess it's going to be a love triangle with a dark-haired, morally gray character who is obsessed with the girl and then a king who wants to kill her. Ooh, I vote for the king. No, I think it's the morally gray, obsessed character for no, me. No, no, I, I vote, I vote <laughs> king that wants to kill her. That's who I'm rooting for in these games. So I'll be sure to send you, like, the little videos that she's made on TikTok yeah. to kind of hype up everybody. Yeah, so I believe she got signed. She found a publisher. 
Oh, so it that's should awesome. be. I'm hoping it releases this year. Okay. So I'll be huh. sending that your way just to kind of see if it's something girls want to add to your TBR. I also quickly forgot to. Oh, sorry, you're not done yet. Go I ahead. don't know. Well, real quick, just lastly, uh, Euphoria. The second oh, season the comes out. The show uh, <gasps> comes out in like I think Sunday, or something like that. Oh wow! Soon. Oh, oh Great. okay. Quickly, I didn't mention Monroe by Cressy Cole, and I'm oh, really excited for wow. it. And I totally forgot to mention. <laughs> Monroe, which we will have an episode uh, when it comes out. Yeah. So you know what's funny? I was gonna when I was looking through my list, I saw that Dreams of a Dark Warrior was this year, and then I was like, no, I literally cannot put that book on my list because it literally feels like 2020. Like yeah. I do not want to, <laughs> to put that on my list. But that was 2021, and let it be known, yeah, I did love it. So mm-hmm. Declan Chase can still fucking own my ass. yeah and that's it (laughs) uh yeah hopefully you enjoyed this episode hopefully you uh you know found a couple recs for yourself uh if you want to let us know what you're looking forward to in 2022 if you got like you know books that you think we would love we would love to have your recs as well Mm -hmm. uh not that my tbr needs to uh become any bigger than it is but you know I will always add good books to my TBR. So if you want to reach us, you can find us on Twitter at the RTM pod, as well as on Instagram at romancing the monsters podcast. You can also email us at romancing the monsters podcast at gmail.com. And we are also on YouTube. So just search for the name of our podcast and you should be able to find us. And while you're there, it's free to subscribe. <laughs> So if you're cheap like me, then there you go. The, the subscribe button's free, but only if we've earned it. So yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. If you're looking for me specifically, you can find me on both Twitter and Instagram at foes and lovers. And you can find me as on both Twitter and Instagram at but this book. You can find me Seth on both Instagram and Twitter at pose with woes. And also, <laughs> continuing on with what Marge said. If you also feel like leaving a rating or review on any of the podcast platforms, I think you can only leave a review on Apple Podcasts. No, you can um, do Spotify now. Oh! Ooh. Oh! I didn't know that. Well, there you go. Okay. I didn't know that either. Well, yeah, anyways. So you can rate or review us on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Um, yeah, please feel free to do so if you uh, would like to. Happy 2022 to all of you. We wish you the best of books coming your way. Yes. We hope you'll have tons of amazing reads and five stars and books that will make you cry because that's what (laughs) we love. Let's start this one positively and not with the negative attitude that S was having on Twitter today. Uh, Happy (laughs) reading, guys. (laughs) And that's it. See you next week, guys. Bye. Bye.